So just go on, watching your plasma TV, and the world will be run by the ones you can't see. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. I'm Sam I am. Welcome to the Lifeboat live stream. I'm laughing because the live stream audience is like this again because we had some microphone problems. The good news is I got in a new stream deck with 32 buttons. That's 60%, 66% more buttons than I had before. But the bad news is I, I'm in the middle of moving it all around and filling them up and so forth. So having had a little technical difficulty there, apologize for that. Uh, I wanna open with Trump's speech. It's not that long, you guys can listen to it again, those of you that are catching this live. And I want you to listen to what he's got to say because, uh, you know, he's lost, clearly, obviously. Here he is conceding the race, you know, acknowledging Biden as the president-elect, and that there's going to be a new administration thanking his supporters. Oh, no sound. Yeah, so I fixed both of them. Got you guys. Thanks. Um, thanking his supporters. It's over with, right? It's done. Listen to what he says. I would like to begin by addressing the heinous attack on the United States Capitol. Like all Americans, I am outraged by the violence, lawlessness, and mayhem. I immediately deployed the National Guard and federal law enforcement to secure the building and expel the intruders. America is and must always be a nation of law and order. Okay, so <clears throat> he came, he's the one when the bat, I, I was talking through the video yesterday and like at some point, once they got in the building, backup arrived and they started just slowly pushing everybody out, giving the crowd time to disperse outside, um, but not letting them, you know, wander around and slowly confining them and pushing them out the door. He was behind that. Okay. And supposedly there were some other events that unfolded along these same lines that we'll talk about as we go through, but let's listen to what else he's got to say. The demonstrators who infiltrated the Capitol have defiled the seat of American democracy. To those who engaged in the acts of violence and destruction, you do not represent our country. And to those who broke the law. Now, there's some news about some of these protesters. Twitter's been busy today figuring out who some of them are. And spoiler alert, they're not all Trump supporters. You will pay. We have just been through an intense election and emotions are high, but now tempers must be cooled and calm restored. Okay. Remember who he picked for Department of Defense. 
what's he calling for now calm everybody relax it's over with it's done here this is the ultimate ego defeat for donald trump to admit that he lost that they beat him that he got outvoted Think of how happy all the liberals are right now. If it was overturned, how do you think they'd be feeling compared to how they're feeling right now? Think about what might be happening here. We must get on with the business of America. My campaign vigorously pursued every legal avenue to contest the election results. My only goal was to ensure the integrity of the vote. In so doing, I was fighting to defend American democracy. Okay, so he's was going after the election fraud that clearly wasn't there, right? Because nobody found any. These were the freest and most fair and secure elections in American history. Ever. I continue to strongly believe that we must reform our election laws to verify the identity and eligibility of all voters and to ensure faith and confidence in all future elections. New election system coming. Now Congress has certified the results. A new administration will. And well, you know what? Congress also certified the results. So clearly, they didn't find anything either. This thing's over with. It's done. Team China has gotten in there and taken over your government. Congratulations. This is how republics, countries, empires die. This is exactly what it looks like. And then it goes downhill very fast from here. Will be inaugurated on January 20th. My full confidence in all future elections. Listen to what he says right here. Now Congress has certified the results. A new administration will be inaugurated on January 20th. A new administration. He's talking about Biden and Kamala, right? I mean, if it was him and Pence, that wouldn't be a new administration, would it? He said specifically a new administration. What, what if something happened to Biden? Wouldn't the Secretary of State be like the next person in line? Which means Pompeo would be vice president, which means technically, could that be considered a new administration since it's not the same people in the old administration? Think about what he might be saying here, people. What did he say yesterday? That he's never going to give up. But yet, obviously, here, he's given up. He's given up. My focus now turns to ensuring a smooth, orderly, and seamless transition of power. Mm -hmm. This moment called... Obviously, from his administration to the Biden administration. ...for healing and reconciliation. Reconciliation. 
2020 has been a challenging time for our people. That, would, would reconciliation be... Hold on just a minute. We might have to look something up here. Welcome, everybody. So now you get to see how every time I do it, it's a little different because I just speak from the top of my head. And I made different points. I kind of do that even in the recorded videos. I want to look up the definition here of reconciliation. And I probably spelled it wrong, but that's okay. Uh, the action of reconciling the state of being reconciled. No, that's not. Com <laughs> Reconciliation is an accounting process that compares two sets of records to check the figures are correct and in agreement. I'm sure that's not the definition that he meant in this speech. It couldn't be, could it? Come on, man. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Account reconciliation also confirms that accounts in the general ledger are consistent, accurate, and complete. <laughs> nah. Nah, that's not what he meant. Menacing pandemic has upended the lives of our citizens, isolated millions in their homes, damaged our economy, and claimed countless lives. Defeating this pandemic and rebuilding the greatest economy on Earth will require all of us working together. It will require a renewed emphasis on the civic values of patriotism, faith, charity, community, and family. We must revitalize the sacred bonds of love and loyalty that bind us together as one national family. To the citizens of our country, serving as your president has been the honor of my lifetime. And to all of my wonderful supporters, I know you are disappointed, but I also want you Listen. to know that our incredible journey is only just beginning. Thank you. Only just beginning. Now, I'm sure he's talking about his family, his kids starting to run for office and so forth. But I don't think, again, that that's the context that he's speaking. Thank you. God bless you. And God bless America. So, Miller, Christopher Miller, remember who he is. Remember his background. What is it? Military intelligence, psyops. We read the article about how they um, they work on restoring faith after uh, turbulent elections, bringing people back into the fold, making them feel included. I've shown you how Trump goes from you know loudmouth. Uh, I'm the greatest, and everybody says that I'm the greatest, <laughs> to sitting at the desk, hands folded together, answering questions very politely. You know, you don't get to talk to me that way. I'm at the little, little desk here, defenseless, not in the Oval Office. And then he's giving the speeches in front of that same fireplace, 
He's rolling out the healthcare, uh, the prescription, I always call it healthcare prescription drug, cutting out the middlemen and dropping drug prices. He waited, you know, till after the election so that he would be sure to lose because people wouldn't like, uh, you know, lower drug prices going into an election. That's not something you would try and move forward. No. And all of these other steps. And then like the next day after he's on in one of those appearances, he's back on the radio ranting and raving about how he won the election and so forth. Excuse me, just one second, guys. Okay, sorry about that. Ah, forget it. Sorry. Okay. Uh, so here's here's the guy, Christopher Miller. And he's put out a series of tweets saying yesterday's violence at the Capitol was reprehensible and contrary to the tenets of the United States Constitution. In the midst of this tragedy, I was proud of the professionalism of our Department of Defense personnel. I want to specify... Uh, I guess the National Guard's under the Department of Defense. So, okay, that's who he's talking about. I want to specifically recognize the service uh, of the District of Columbia National Guard. They performed with honor, integrity, and... Uh, altracity, that's a new word, I have to look that up, to protect people in prosperity from unlawful acts. Our republic may have been disrupted yesterday, but the resolve of our legislators to conduct the people's business did not waver due to their efforts supported uh, by local and federal law enforcement and the National Guard, the attempts of those who tried to stop our government from functioning failed. Were they trying to stop the government from functioning or trying to be heard? I strongly condemn these acts of violence against our democracy. And I and the people I lead in the Department of Defense continue to perform our duties in accordance with our oath of office and will execute the time-honored tradition. Uh, peaceful transition of power to President-elect Biden on January 20th. And he, that's, he's signing that acting Secretary of Defense, Chris Miller. So he's going to do his job. The government has said that he, Biden is the president-elect and the Constitution says you have to swear him in on January 20th. So there you go. That's what's going to happen. Unless something else were to come about that would change all of that. And we don't know what that would be because there was no fraud in this election. Everything was fine. I mean, it ran perfectly. <coughs> I'm okay. <coughs> okay. Oh, lovely. Could this possibly be part of the PSYOP, people? What do you think? Where are the liberals today? 
How are they feeling? They're pretty happy. Orange man, bad, lost, right? What if this is part of the plan? Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. I don't know. But what if him defeating, admitting defeat, even though you saw he didn't, he just couldn't name Biden because he's such a sore loser, obviously. What if this is part of the PSYOP? And now you bring out, here's what happened. Here's who these people are. Welcome to reality. How does it go over then? How does he look then compared to the guy who brought it out before and forced his hand on everyone? Here you have the person who's supposed to be behind a lot of this stuff saying that he lost as well. But if, you know, new evidence of some kind came to light, well, who knows what might happen at that point. And that's my thought. Okay. Now, let's go through the bombing run here. So I want to point this out. This is from the... From the protest and you can see that there's a guy like bashing the window the glass on the window and one of the one of the Trump supporters just ran up grabbed the baseball bat that he was using to break the window and like looks like two or three of them pulled him down to stop it and they're yelling Antifa and that's who this this guy's in all black He's wearing a hat, uh, uh, not a hat, but a uh, bike helmet. He, and he put a Trump bumper sticker on the back, you know, so everybody would know he was a Trump supporter, obviously. And it turns out, looking through the pictures from yesterday, that a lot of these people who were leading the charge were actually Antifa. We're actually the ones forcing the doors open. There's water everywhere. Forcing the doors open. And, you know, the one dropped into the seat. He's, I don't think he is the buffalo or the bison guy. We'll see him in a minute. I don't think he is, but some of these others certainly are. And, of course, right here you've got a guy admitting. Look, I, uh... I just left the protest at the Capitol building, and I uh, got a big bruise on my leg. I had a difficult time pulling off the act that I was paid to do. And uh, I'm making this video because I want to confess that I was paid to pretend to protest today. Hmm. I can't say by who, but I will just say that it's a organized effort. Soros? I'll say who. Look, I, uh, I just left the protest. So, did you think they wouldn't take advantage of this thing 
to get in there and agent provocateur. If it wasn't them, it was probably the police. I mean, we've seen that before in protests where some guy gets called out for throwing rocks or something and uh, runs back to the police who let him in for some reason and, oh, they've got the exact same boots on. We've seen that. I've seen that multiple times. And here's Dan Shavino, uh, Trump's press guy. At 10.12 a.m., January 6th, saying the President Trump departing shortly. Where is he departing to? I don't know. Actually, I have an idea, though. Mm. Now, let's go. Actually, let's, let's chase that down. This is a flight log. Let's see, seven, so five, this is at 5.01, it took off, and 7.36, uh, it landed in Texas. What plane is this? It's the Night 76. There it is right there. It's the President's Doomsday Plane. It's basically a flying Pentagon, and it flew from Washington, D.C., to, uh, where is it here? Dryas Air Force Base in Texas. What's in Dryas? Mm, I think it's the National Defense Command Center or something like that. What do you think he's doing there? Uh, let's go back to here. In response to, you know, this horrible terrorist act. Acting Defense Secretary Chris Miller, same guy we just read, has authorized more than 6,000 National Guardsmen from six states to maintain order in Washington, D.C. Uh-huh. And um, what else are they doing? U.S. military is erecting barricades and non-scalable fencing around the U.S. Capitol. Secretary of the Army Ryan McCarthy said there will be more than 800 security personnel at the complex in the next 30 days. It's like they're turning the place into a prison or something. <laughs> but there's nothing to see here. Everything is fine. Biden and Kamala have won the election, clearly. There they are. President and Vice President-elect. Congratulations, guys. You did it. <laughs> okay. Let me see where I want to go. Here's a nice little video of Pence right there, shaking the first hand. Right there, shaking the second hand. But did you see how he did that handshake? It wasn't just reach in and shake. It was reach in, slide the thumb past, and then come back, bring the thumb over, and then shake the hand. He went forward, and then like that. Would that be a secret handshake? Maybe? And then what happens? Oh, he tucks something in his pocket that he got from the second handshake. 
Shoomp. And right in my pocket. At some police event, because those are all cops. <laughs> I wonder what that was while he was behind Trump's back. I wonder what that was. Well, here's right after the, uh, the hearings, and they come up to, you know, congratulate him on a job well done. And, oh, what's that? Oh, it's your, it's your 30 pieces of silver. Put that in your pocket. That's good for 10 teenage boys of your choosing. <laughs> it's about to get really interesting, folks. Okay, let me see. Oh, yeah. And, you know, by the way, this is just completely random here. Completely random. And nothing. I, I mean, we send these out all the time. The FCC wants to make sure that your EAS emergency alert system uh, is in compliance. You know, they regularly choose random intervals to remind everyone about compliance. And they did so here. Uh, in this statement, which might load one day, <laughs> there we go. Oh, of course, now it wants me to, oh yeah, the FCC's emergency bureau today issued an advisory to remind emergency alert participants of their compliance obligations, including ensuring that alerts are accessible to people with disabilities. On January 7th, make sure your alert system is in proper working order. What have I told you would be used to communicate what's happening? Especially once social media starts going down and the internet starts going down and cell phone service might go down. Not that those are going to happen, but maybe. Maybe. Pelosi tried to call uh, VP Mike Pence this morning to urge him to remove President Trump because they are flipping the fuck out right now calling this insurrection. They need to invoke the 25th Amendment, I think. <laughs> That's awesome. She was kept on hold for 25 minutes. I wonder why it was 25. <laughs> Before she was told Pence would not take her call. I wonder why. Could Pence be predisposed, perhaps? Hmm, I don't know. But I got some ideas about that. All right, let's see. Speaking of secret handshakes, let's take a look at this winner right here. So Mitch McConnell. What's you got in the background? He looks at him. Eye contact. A hand signal. Run away. What did we just watch? Mitch McConnell turn around, look at a guy. He gives the all-seeing eye hand signal. Turns back around. It's caught on TV so the proles can see it. 
and know who's really in charge if they have any questions. Pence got his piece of silver. Good for 10 small children. <laughs> or God knows what. And this is how it happens, people. It just happened. Do you understand how dangerous this is now? I thought this was awesome, but it turned out to be a Photoshop uh, of the Simpsons. They have predicted some amazing stuff, but this one, not one of them. Here's uh, let's get cracking. I said, word is upon evacuation, the military secured, in air quotes, the laptop of all the politicians they rescued, in air quotes. Do they seem a bit on edge to you with the full court press? And let's get cracking as tweeted here. Democrats in the media are so violent. All they've been talking about uh, all day is sedition, insurrection, and the 25th Amendment. What's gotten into them? Laptops? <laughs> Impeachment is trending. 1.12 million. That's the top topic right there, of course. And there's a video of the Democrats somewhere. So that supposedly what happened, the military was there as a safe security measure. We need your laptop. We need your laptop. We need your laptop. We're going to evacuate. And I'm guessing they didn't maybe didn't get their laptops back because they could have been subject to a FISA warrant. And they also didn't have time to shut anything off because they were busy, you know, showing how uh, brave they were. They'll, they'll send your kids to fight off and uh, to go off to a foreign land and die. But when it comes to them facing down unarmed protesters, they're cowering behind their chairs, laying down like a bunch of pussies. That's who these people are. Thirteen hours ago, this is a tweet from the U.S. Navy. This is the real account, 1.5 million followers. U.S. Navy sailors conduct their duties aboard a P-8A maritime patrol aircraft ass assigned to Patrol Squadron 46 in Signalia, Italy. Oh, that's interesting, given what we talked about yesterday related to Italy. While forward deployment to U.S. Navy Europe and assigned to Commander Task Force 67. Fly Navy. What is this thing? It's like a electronic warfare airplane surveillance airplane, and it's not a little one. It's a 747, I think. Or similar, some variant of it. Now, here's where it gets interesting. This tweet right here which is not a tweet, it's from the After P crowd. November 1st, 2017, think about it logically. The only way is the military, fully controlled, safe and spread, once 11.3 verifies as the first marker. What's 11.3? Well, that's date of the election. Biggest advance drop on poll. And then here's a tweet from Donald Trump, June 1st, 2020th. All caps, November 3rd, period. And of course, that is within a post 
from after P on June 2nd, the following day, that says all systems go and signed after P. This is why the courts had to fail, the Congress had to fail, the whole system had to fail. And you couldn't rely on the Department of Justice, who's been compromised this whole time. They've had Wiener's laptop with the insurance folder, supposedly a bunch of cops, you know, the cops who saw that video that we've talked about. Most of them, several of them, I've, I've heard nine, I haven't confirmed it, I don't know if this is true or not, but have committed suicide or been suicided, one or the other. Can't do anything with that. Can't find anything in her emails. Can't find anything on Biden's laptop. Can't find anything wrong with the election because clearly there wasn't. It was the fairest, safest election in history. Everything is fine. So maybe the only way is the military. And that's why we're heading to tribunals. And of course, the execution wheels. Give it a spin. <laughs> it's about to get interesting, folks. Okay, let me see. Yeah, I think that was it. Okay. Yeah, and here's, let's get crack and say, and if you think about it, laptops are vital. First Wiener, then Hunter, and now Capitol Hill. Sometimes you can't teach an old dog new tricks. And what's to say some of these people weren't going in there with a mission? Hmm? Perhaps? Okay, um, there's one more in here. Let me see what else. I just want to browse through real quick. I think we hit all of the high spots here. Yes, so this last one, Kankoa. Okay, so we mentioned this, I believe, last night. Talked about what's happening in Italy where a case has been brought Criminal charges, civil charges, uncovering all sorts of things related to uh, the election. And there was a general affidavit that was supposedly delivered to Congress, but who knows who received it or how widely distributed it was, but it was sent on the 6th. I'm going to read it to you. There's a whole story behind this that we'll go and look at, but this is, you know, real there's court cases over there in their highest court. Uh, yeah. So region of Lazio, I professor, advocate lawyer of so-and-so Catalina, uh, do hereby provide the following affidavit of facts as conveyed in several meetings with high-level Army Security Services official. Uh, Arturo D. Elia, 
former head of the IT department of Leonardo SPA, has been charged by the public prosecutor of Naples for technology data manipulation and implantation of viruses in the main computers of Leonardo SPA in December 2020. Delia has been deposited by the presiding judge in Nepal, Naples and is, is in sworn testimony states on 4th of November 2020 under instruction and direction from U.S. persons working from the U.S. Embassy in Rome undertook the operation to switch data from the U.S. election of November 3rd, 2020 from significant margin of victory for Donald Trump to Joe Biden in a number of states where Biden was losing the vote totals. Defendant stated he was working in the Pescara uh, facility of Leonardo SBA and utilized the military-grade cyber warfare encryption capabilities to transmit switched votes via military satellite of Fucino Tower to Frankfurt, Germany. Remember the server raid in Germany where they supposedly raided. They, we've heard, well, no, that didn't happen. They just logged in and looked around uh, and then realized that was just a pa like a proxy server, basically. And then they kept tracing it back. And the following day, what happens? They supposedly trace it to Italy for... Uh, officials, U.S. officials in the embassy, Italian embassy, or the U.S. embassy in Italy, get fired. Defendant swears that the data in some cases may have been switched to represent more than the total votes registered. The defendant has stated he is willing to testify to all individuals and entities involved in the switching of votes from Donald Trump to Joe Biden when he shall be in total protection for himself and his family. Defendant states he has secured in an undisclosed location the backup of the original data and the data switched upon instruction to provide evidence uh, at court in this manner. I hereby declare and swear the above stated facts has been stated in my presence, dated this 6th day of January 2021 at Rome, Italy. So there's a document from this case. And here's a story about it. Um, uh, we'll read some of it and I, I think it's probably worth going over an employee at the eighth largest global defense. It kind of fills in some of the background around it as far as who this guy is and, uh, what's happening over there. An employee of the eighth largest global defense contractor, Leonardo provided a shocking deposition detailing his role in the most elaborate criminal act affecting a U.S. election. Corroborating the DNI Ratcliffe's report of uh, international intrusion, Arturo D'Elio um, outlined the scheme that prov proved successful in using Leonardo computer systems and military satellites located in Pescara, Italy. Recent tr reports of a hack at Leonardo now appear to have been an orchestrated cover to migrate blowback on the corporation, which is partially owned by the Italian government. Nations... Uh, in action, a government transparency organization partnered with the Institute of Good Governance to thoroughly investigate and research the election irregularities, which yielded the long-awaited proof that a flawless pilot to take down a plot to take down America was executed with extraordinary resources and global involvement. Americans and elected officials now have proof that the election was indeed stolen which like, this can't be right because the election was not stolen. It was fair and free and the most secure ever. 
This provides the mechanism for each state to recall their state of electors immediately or face lawsuits and request all federal government agencies to lock down all internal communications equipment and documentation from the Rome embassy. Make no mistake, this is a coup d'etat. Uh, that we will stop in the name of justice and free and fair elections, stated Maria Strollo-Zach, chairman of the Nations in Action. The Institute for Good Governance issued the following statement. Our mission is to provide the full truth, expose the perpetrators of this horrific crime, and ensure that every person involved, regardless of position, be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. Nations in Action and Institute for Good Governance are making the following demands on elected officials. Uh, Depose State Department officials, starting with Rome staff, including Stefani, Stefan Serafani. Immediately strip Leonardo of all contracts and seize assets. All congressional members must speak out against this foreign and domestic interference or face recalls and suspicion of involvement. Implement the most severe penalties for participants who had knowledge or participated and refused to assist the investigations. Uh, Maria Strollozak, founder of Nations in Action, added states must prosecute all illegal voting activities and provide immediate legislative remedies. There can, there can only be zero tolerance for criminal interference in American elections. This international conspiracy must be met with swift action by the president and fully supported by elected officials for the protection of voting integrity and the prosper prosperity of our great nation. So there you go. I don't know what this related information is. I'm going to click on that and see. So it sounds like these two organizations have put this together, but at the same time, there's a criminal case going on around it. And I don't know. Okay, so they've got a document here. There we go. That I think is kind of laying all their research out. Okay. Now. Here is... The, she, this lady does a good job of kind of just explaining it. And this is the breaking story of the day and maybe the year. This story you're about to hear, Maria Zach joins us live. Hi, Maria. Now, why is she sitting in the back of a car or a van? I have no idea, but okay. A little weird. Hi, Debbie. Thank you so much for having me today. So glad you could come on. Well, I didn't want to spoil your story at all. So I know you delivered an affidavit today in Washington to at least a couple of people in Congress um, and the president's chief of staff coming out of Italy that's relating directly to this whole issue of election fraud in America. Now, I watched most of those, um, most of the testimony last night from the, um, from the debates and so forth when there was objections made and I didn't see this brought up at all. I might have missed one person who did, but I, of the majority that I saw, none of them brought this up. And I want to let you just tell our listeners what it was you delivered. Yes, ma'am. We are very thrilled to partner with the Institute for Good Governance and Nations in Action shares the same passion for honesty and truth 
in elections. And so we have done some substantial research over the years. I've even been on the recount teams over the years, including the 2000s and 2018 with uh, Broward County. We exposed that fraud, but never in my life did I think we would have the opportunity to see what uh, act that we have seen in taking the election theft to a whole new level. There's so many variations and kinds of theft, but this orchestrated theft that took place in America that is breaking today, and thank you for helping us break this story, we actually know the person who actually committed the act of uploading the software, where they did it, how they did it, and that has been put into an affidavit with the top lawyer of Italy and uh, and was part of a proceeding, a judicial proceeding in a federal court in Italy in the past couple of days. So news has been breaking. Italy did it is the uh, global trending hashtag. That's the end of part one. And on Twitter here, we're looking at quite a few Helicopters in the air. Military helicopters, I believe. H-60 helos up. Quite a few in Colorado. Hmm. Hmm-hmm. Okay, let's go back to this. The reason this happened, it's very real. The president is right. Foreign interference did occur. And people need to be prosecuted in our country who actually participated. So that affidavit, as you said, was drafted and uh, submitted to Congress at 112 this afternoon. As soon as we could get it over safely, there are people who have their lives at risk for wanting to save our country. They know it's that important. Many believe, like what we did as America for Italy in, in World War II, that it was time for them to repay saving America. And that's exactly what they did. They stepped up amazing patriots. So I want to be sure what our listeners are understanding this affidavit you're describing. I have it in front of me and I may even read it at some point in the show, but the person is talking about what was uploaded was the instructions to flip <clears throat> votes from Trump to Biden on the evening, late evening, November 3rd, early November 4th, as the, as the votes are being counted in the uh, unsettled states, this person is attesting that he was the one who, is, who uploaded the instruction to a satellite owned by Leonardo, that, uh, the Italian um, cybersecurity company, a government contractor, uploaded the instruction to, to change those votes in America from Trump to Biden, and that went up to a Leonardo-owned satellite back to servers then in Germany, and ultimately back to America. So this is the proof that votes were shifted by foreign powers in our 2020 November elections. Is that correct? Yes, ma'am. This person has said very uh, uh, precisely that he has been an employee of Leonardo SPA. And Leonardo is uh, a very large, I believe the 11th largest defense contractor in the world. Need to think about that, that they have received over a billion dollars of American taxpayer dollars during uh, Hmm. this past year. And yet they helped orchestrate, according to this gentleman, 
the theft of the 2020 election. This is the piece that Sidney Powell and Rudy Giuliani and everybody has been begging to have and to see because they knew something was wrong. And I think voters in their heart knew something was wrong. But what's amazing is that they were never quite able to get that missing little piece, that little nugget of who, where, and how. And the why is certainly impossible impossible to believe in some respects, but we must stand up for truth and do a full investigation. I know members of Congress are calling for that, but this now takes away the need for an investigation because we have the person who is admitting to the theft of the election. You know, I was going to do, you, you kind of jumped right to where I wanted to go. So there you go. Is he telling the truth? Obviously not, because YouTube has declared that there was no election fraud. And if you talk about the election fraud, they will issue you a strike and kick you off their platform. Which is why, obviously, we're not talking about election fraud here, because these were the safest, most fair elections in history. And very secure. Because they weren't connected to the internet. (laughs) Uh, All right. I think that was it. Let me make sure there wasn't anything else there. But I think that was the end of this thread. Yes. Okay. And then let me just glance through here. There was anything else that I wanted to run through. Governance. We did that. Okay, so one more thing here. Here's what the elite have planned for you. They suspect you're, you've got too many, more than the authorized number of people in your house. Well, they can just force their way in. They'll knock first, right? You know, put a good PR on. And if you don't open the door, then they'll kick it in. Pull their guns out, search your house, you know, make sure you're in compliance, citizen. You repeat after me, you're free. This is the land of the free, home of the brave. I think this is in Australia. But coming to a city near you, that's their plan. Guarantee you. Officer barges in, family, does somebody given the context, family tries to get him to leave. Officer says he is there because they suspect other people are in the house. Family tells him to fucking leave. Officer threatens to arrest him for breach of the peace in their own house. Are you fucking kidding me? Family keep trying to get the cops to leave. Good cops complex kicks in. Cops all charge and start arresting the family. Awesome. Under court rules, the police don't need a warrant. They can make any shit up to just barge into your home. The source of the video has been found. She doesn't seem in good headspace. Yeah, okay. What's going on? Get out of here. Get your 
Let's see what else. These are the, you know, people you guys blindly support. Think the American cops wouldn't do this if they had orders? Thank you for your service. Scottish police. There you go. In the UK. It's just a free-range prison. That's all they've done to us. Folks. You're the livestock. Police are their livestock management system. Flags denote the plantation that you're assigned to, that you're documented, that you beg permission to exist from. Think about what you can do without an ID, without a passport, without a birth certificate. Think about that. And then think you're free, get rid of all that stuff because free people don't need to show papers and see how free you really are. I have. All right. That's what I wanted to cover. Uh, if you guys have questions, you can ask away. Um, He's asking, just speculation, what can we expect as some events that might happen in the coming weeks based on what the good military could do and what the after P crowd has predicted? I, I don't know timeline, but, uh, you know, it's coming up pretty quick, isn't it? The 20th. So if it's going to happen, I think it's going to be before then, most likely. So I don't know. Sit back and wait a week or two and see what happens. He said the word that shall not be said. Yeah. Maybe they thought they were <laughs> in the incognito browser. Yeah, I guess you're talking about the politicians. Okay. I will take a look when I can. Uh, do we care that Betsy DeVo DeVos resigned? I really don't. I think she's terrible. <laughs> She's just another one of these politicians, and not everybody's going to be clued in either, right? So, note the Twitter media studio and not iPhone. Oh, hold on. All right, let's take a look at this, if it's going to come up even. Oh, he's back on Twitter, I guess. Yep, I see that. So that was, um, I think that was coming. I don't remember the day, but yeah, uh, Periscope, I think is shutting down or has shut down. Let me, I wonder when that is. Somebody in the audience, if you know, would you let me clue me into that, please? And why don't we have the comments popping up here? Okay, eventually... Yeah, that's just, that's interesting. 
I want to cross-check the date as to like when that um, came in. You can vote without an ID. Yep, that's about it. That's about it. Of course, we see how well that works. Oh, there we go. Uh, okay. Sam, didn't Trump go to Camp David? That's what some people say. I don't know. He didn't take Air Force One. He took the doomsday plane. Draw your own conclusions. So Pence is part of the strategy? I don't know. I think, I think he's one of the bad guys. He got an envelope, remember? And I think he made his choice, right? Followed the law and uh, certified the election, the true winners of the election. Okay. Uh, why are they trying to impeach a man that's leaving in 13 days? Well, why do you think? Maybe, and what we presented in the, in the stream, was the idea that Congress might have had their laptop stolen, so the clock's ticking for them, and they don't realize the trap that they've stepped into. The whole thing yesterday was just a psyop. It was a false flag. Right? They brought in Antifa members and had them advance and break windows and do stuff like that to push the, the, the crowd into the Capitol building so that they could suspend everything. Of course, they knew this was going to happen. So they were there to grab the laptop. It's a security measure, ma'am. I need your laptop and electronics for, for security reasons. We're taking you to a secure location. You cannot have any cell phone, any electronic gear. And maybe they didn't get that back. Or maybe they did. But now they have a copy of all the contents. <laughs> what do you think? And maybe if they didn't get them back, maybe they realize, hmm, we are fucked. So we better do something to make this go away. From my involvement in the Patriot movement, the police are not liked. The sentiment has shifted. I, you know, they're not on your side. I, I, I don't, I just don't get, it's, there's brainwashing that goes on there. I mean, if they're ordered to go and do stuff, they'll do it. That's, they serve and protect the state. There's some good guys in there, but from what I've talked to, I mean, from my Free Talk Live days, we had a guy, a police trainer come to uh, the, the Liberty Conference in New Hampshire that the, the uh, Porcupine, not, not the Porcupine, but uh, the Free State Project used to put on. And, I mean, the guy was like, I'm 6'1". This guy was like 6'4", cowboy hat, tight jeans, cowboy boots, looked like he could chew bubble gum and kick ass. No problem, right? And just... He, he was a badass dude. He just gave off that vibe totally. And he pulled Ian and me aside and talked to us and told us, you know, he'd been, a, he'd been a police trainer for, I think, the last 10 or 20 years. And he said, over the last 10 years, I've really seen the quality of the recruits decline. 90, 95% of them are in it for the wrong reasons. They're badge heavies, which means they like to use their authority and push people around. Um, 
and you know he told one of the one of the recruits or or cops i forget what it was but told him a story about uh going to the trunk to get a warrant and he's like i'm sorry what and uh he said yeah i, I go to the trunk and the judge pre-signed blank search warrants so he could just fill them out while he's on scene there, go to his trunk, open up, get a trunk warrant, fill it out, and then go kick the door in. Total breach of their ethics, of the law. He's committing felonies there. Both of them are. But, you know, he's a good guy and it's okay. It just saves time. Just saving taxpayers money here. And, I mean, he that was just one story that he told us. There were several. And this is a great article. Uh, confessions of a former bastard cop it's on medium.com if you just search confessions of a former bastard cop you can find it and he goes through and just explains talks about his whole experience in policing and uh, how they used to just do everything they could to fuck with people and fuck them over and he said it was like a game to find some code to obscure thing to cite people with and use against them. And he's, you know, here's the thing. Uh, I was a police officer in a major metropolitan area in California with a predominantly poor non-white population with a large portion of first-generation immigrants. One night during a briefing, our watch commander told us that a city councilor requested a new zero-tolerance policy against murders, drug dealers, or child predators. No, against homeless people collecting cans from recycling bins. <laughs> and I mean, it just really lays it out. And I think it should be eye-opening. Talks about how they're trained to shoot first. I'd rather be judged by 12 than carried by six. And the, of course, then you have the blue ball, which is what my dad told me about when he was a cop in the 60s and 70s where they all just cover for one another. It doesn't matter. What you did will cover for you. Now they have a police union to do that. I, you know, guys, wake up. There's some good ones out there, but they have a mentality and an attitude and shitty training. And a lot of them are not your friends in the way that you might think that they are. So... And nobody should be blindly supported because of a job that they had. Judge a person by their character, by their actions, by their words. So. Okay. Let's go back here. Oh, y'all want to see something cool? Well, no, we're going to wait. We're going to wait. <laughs> We're going to have some fun with this board. One of the really cool things that I added, uh, let me show you right here, is I have buttons on my little thing where I can increase and decrease the font. It's just a simple hotkey, which is something I used to have to go back to the keyboard to do. And I also have buttons to copy and paste. So if you guys put something in the comments for me to search on, it's a little faster. So getting to do some cool things with it. Okay. Uh, why are they trying to, okay, yeah, we answered that. Sam from, okay, we answered that. Uh, thanks, Sam. I feel like after tonight went from Wonder Bread shit sandwich <laughs> to a whole grain 
bread shit sandwich upgrade. Yeah, with pickles and maybe, you know, sprinkle some onions on there. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> but it's still shit. The timing of these things needs to be uh, as close to O inauguration as possible. How long will it take to figure out uh, they have to swear in T? I don't know. I don't know how it's going to unfold. You know, lots of speculation, but who knows? Okay, no questions. I follow the same. Just want to say thanks for the broadcast. You're welcome. YouTube dropped your feed. Yeah, what a surprise. Trump has always posted on Twitter from iPhone. Okay, interesting. So he's in a different location, maybe without his phone. Any message about uh, any Sam C, my message, it's about that video you just played from PNQ. All right, hold on, guys. I don't like to do this on a stream because I don't like to go into my messages. Uh, okay. You're sending me the Catherine Austin Fitz interview. We covered that like weeks ago, a week ago, when it, the day it published. So we have shown it, or I have talked about it, and then recommended the audience go and look at it. All right. Yesterday in Congress, those who wanted to object didn't because of the events. It feels like they were waiting for it, like it's an excuse to flip. Yeah, part of the uh, false flag that was underway. Let's see what YouTube did to my channel, shall we? Do I still have a channel? We're about to find out. Yes, I do. And... Yeah, the video's still up, but the stream, no, it still shows. Yeah, I don't think they dropped it. I think you were incorrect. All right, uh, great catch with the reconciliation. Yeah, that was just on the fly. I'm like, wait a minute. Let me look at that word. <laughs> this is Operation Death Blossom, blockchain voting. I, it might be, you know what? It might be wrong, and he could be on his way out the door, and he's finally admitted it. And he's just a sore loser, and that's why he won't say that Biden won. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Uh, guys, I don't want to try. I can't. You need to understand, if you're trying to send me something, I can't just watch some random video and put it forth to my audience here that's watching live and the tens of thousands of people without knowing what it is. I'm not going to do that, okay? If you want to get me something, get it to me on Twitter where I can look at it and watch it offline without 2,000 and eventually tens of thousands of people watching this and decide if it's something I want to put on my channel. I'm not doing like last breaking right now. Here we go. Not what I do, okay? Uh, okay. You just wake up in your FEMA bunk. Rustle your hair a bit as you get dressed in your inmate overalls. You get in the food line and Moochin Mnuchin and his wife cut in line in front of you. What would you do? Man. Oh, I don't know. I, 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 think, I think I would organize the prisoners. 
to, um, yeah, when they go into the food trailer, we grab them, have some fun with the wife. No, I can't do that. I don't know. I don't know. Y'all are, these are turning ugly. <laughs> they got to be funny. We can't have like prison fight scenes going on. What if Pence got an envelope purely for optics that day? That's possible. Uh, make the real crooks feel safe with him. That's possible. I, you know, I've been on the fence back and forth, and I think Linwood has as well. I, I really don't know what to think. I, I, I'm, right now I'm leaning the other way towards he's a bad guy and he's about to go down, and you have that whole new administration comment. I think that's what that was telling us. And Trump was like, I hope he does the right thing yesterday. No, during that day, you know, while he, while he was over at the Congress. He gave them every chance, all of them. They got chance after chance after chance. They exhausted all the options, and yet it still happened. Like, they still went after them. Or, you know, they still just pushed, pushed past it all, ignored it, and pushed it through. So, what do you do? What do you do now? And maybe that was the plan all along while the military sat back and watched, like I've been saying from the beginning of this, remember? And now there's 30-something Blackhawk. Uh, they're, they're various platforms, but one of them can be a Blackhawk helicopter flying around tonight. That's rather interesting. That was at 8.30 today. Okay. Periscope's apps will be shut down by March 2021. There will still be Twitter Live, however, according to The Verge. So, okay. So, I guess the whole point of that, uh, pointing out that the Trump video, I didn't know he was even back on Twitter. I thought he was still banned. Uh, but the, um, you know, it, everything. They've just been coming out, frothing at the mouth today over what happened yesterday. And I'm watching those some of those... Senators and, and, and representatives talk about, you know, the objections and, and make, when there was a debate, they would go and, you know, you'd hear pro and con from various people. Uh, and, I mean, it was, it was just, it was laughable, really. I mean, it'd be sad if it wasn't affecting people's lives, what was being put forth. Okay. Nancy Pelosi, uh, Kamala Harris, Rosie O'Donnell... Fuck, Mary, kill, go. I don't know what that means. Uh, will we see arrests for January 20th? I would think so, but I don't know. I'm not on the inside of this. I'm just looking from the outside, giving my opinion. Trump reads The Art of War before going to sleep daily. Yeah. Well, he's got this famous quote about uh, attack like the fastest animal on the planet which is, if you read Sun Tzu, he talks about, um, well, Trump's full quote is like, move slowly and carefully, and when you attack, attack like the fastest animal on the planet, something along those lines. There's a tweet where he tweeted that out. Well, the the Sun Tzu version is something like, uh, move quietly and cautiously and uh, fall on your enemy like a thunderbolt, which is basically the same. He's just restated the quote. So, yeah, yeah, we've, we've been talking about that going through this thing. Uh, with so much bad things going on with the election, how can they let this go? 
Uh, I'm not sure what you mean, Larry. I mean, I I don't think it's been let go. I think they've let it happen to see you how easily this could happen, how it could happen here, how it did happen here. And now they have what they need. And I think it's about to get very interesting over the next couple of weeks. And that's really what we have is two weeks before it's sworn in. So we'll see. Uh, if bad orange guy cleans house, does that change your outlook of government for the future? Or are we heading down a different hideous path? Uh, I mean, if he's still there four years, which clearly, you know, he's not going to be because he lost. Um, and he goes through and wipes out, you know, 60% of the government. I think that's great. And the regulations that go along with it, because that's the problem. That's what's killing industry is the government and the regulations make it too expensive and too costly to not just do business here, but to start businesses here. Uh, and that's why it's moving overseas. Uh, you know, we also have this dollar that's failing and uh, doesn't hold value. So capital is, uh, you know, not something you really want to hold on to. Um, so getting rid of that is part of the problem. It will help. It will help in the short term. Uh, but at the same time, it doesn't, that doesn't fix the apparatus that allowed that to grow into place and continually expand in the first place. And that's what really has to be uh, dismantled, in my view. So, it, you know, I, I, like ideal situation, like best case that I could see, you know, even being possible outside of the, the government completely fails to function in any meaningful way like it does today and, and it gets to something much, much smaller would be you know, some system where the government has its system, but you can start switching over to private alternatives to, to uh, various certification agencies, and they allow something like that, and eventually the government agency goes away. I mean, that's a pipe dream, probably never going to happen, but that's a way to peacefully transition, right? Okay. Mike Pompeo's recent tweet, probably another, another it's over, I would guess. We'll look at it later. Ton of good clips on DC. Okay, we'll take a look at that later. What a shitty year. Yeah, well, welcome to reality. Small town countries, Leos can get away with that shit because you have, uh, can't get away with that shit because you have to in community with big city cops completely different. No, I, I, they both can. I, look, I, I was, I've lived in the country in small town, very small towns. I have friends out by the farm that are cops. You can get away with that shit. It goes on everywhere. I mean, you, there's maybe less you can get away with, but I mean, you've got a lot of sheriffs running drugs through their county. And getting a cut. I mean, it's it's pretty corrupt. Uh, he gives us the round hole sign for being a pussy. <laughs> Maybe. What outcome would you like to play out? I, I'm just here watching. Yeah, I'm still on YouTube. So. All right. Uh, 
I heard the letter pass around at the George Bush funeral warned of a pandemic, 10 months of riotous unrest and storming of the Capitol. No, it fucking didn't. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. The letter, if you actually watch the video, she shows it to Jeb in about three seconds, two and a half seconds, really. He didn't have time to read all that. And the, no, you're spreading wild rumors that are made up. Get real. Has this laptop been being taken, been confirmed? No, it's a rumor. So, Watching the stream on YouTube? Yeah, yeah. But it could go away at any time, which is why I'm trying to get you guys to check out the other platforms and kind of disperse a little bit. That'd be great. Who's the Buffalo guy? He's, um, there's a picture of him holding an after P sign. So I think he's like one of us kind of thing. Um, there were some, he was at a BLM protest, but like people like that go to these protests because, you know, they want to, they want to get their message out kind of thing. And it's fun for them and they enjoy that sort of thing. So like I, there's some people that want to say, oh, he's Antifa. I don't think he is. Uh, but I think some of the other ones were. And there's a lot of, uh, you know, people on Twitter that have, like, chased that stuff down and uh, kind of done, put side-by-side -side picture comparisons so you can see here they are at this uh, Antifa protest or BLM protest or whatever, and here they are at the Capitol on that day. And there's a list of the DOJ or FBI, I think, is they're, they're going to get to the bottom of every last person who broke the law and charge them. You walk in. <laughs> no, no, you only get one. Y'all only get one. All right, Sam, I thought I had read somewhere that if he gets impeached again, that he couldn't run again. Any truth to that? I have no idea. I don't know. Forgot about the fight in the house late night. I don't know what that is. Haven't heard of that. Uh, Sam, did you see the photo of Nicholas Cage inserted in the Capitol Hill photo stealing the Constitution? Yes, I actually tweeted that. I thought it was hilarious. It's in here somewhere. Let's see if I can find it. I don't know that I'm going to be able to, but yeah, somebody photoshopped it and dropped him in. Pence is the Pied Piper. Remember him? Yes, I do. Maybe. Hmm. Uh, okay, let's keep going here. Can I explain the symbol symbolism of the guy dressed in the buffalo suit yesterday? No, I can't. Uh, why did the governors uh, took out their signature from the objections after people got into the Capitol? Because they were shocked and dismayed by the behavior displayed by the Trump supporters who came in nicely and broke zero statues, broke a couple windows. Of course, may not have even been them. In fact, they were so destructive of the place. I mean, look here. This is D.C. burning. Wait, no, actually, that's, that's from May. I'm sorry, that was BLM. Uh, they were inciting... Uh, riots. Trump was inciting riots. Like he said, uh, there needs to be unrest in the streets. Protesters should not let up. 
I just don't know why these there aren't uprisings all over the country. Maybe there will be. If you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant and in a department store at a gas station, you get out and create a crowd and you push back on them and you tell them they're not welcome anymore anywhere. That's what Trump said. Uh, actually, no, that, that was all Democrats, Pelosi and, and Kamala. And they were talking about the BLM, mostly peaceful protests, right? Because they were so shocked at the damage done to the Capitol building. It was so bad that they were back in like three or four hours using the place again because, you know, they trashed it so bad. And of course, here the, here's the brave men and women that will send your kids off to fight and die in a war. Oh, ducking behind chairs like a bunch of giant pussies. Yeah. I'd be sitting by the door with whatever kind of improvised weapon I could, I could pull together. They've got like hyperventilation bags or some shit that they've pulled out. I don't even know. Or maybe those are the bags that they put their electronics into. Hmm. I wonder. Because they do all have these bags. Have you noticed? We might have to evacuate. Here's a bag. Put all your electronics in it. Could be. Could be. Of course, this lady. Lauren Boebert. And I approve this message. That's Hot women with guns. I like it. She's a congressman. No, I now work in one of the most liberal cities in America. I refuse to give up my rights, especially my Second Amendment rights. So she's going to conceal carry in Washington, D.C. We'll see what happens with that. I, I'm glad to see her doing it. Wish her the best. Um, yeah, I'm not finding that picture. Okay, let's go back to the questions here. Uh, okay. If Trump gets reelected, how would uh, how would do military get how would the military get involved to stop Biden and his corruption considering they're approved they approved the electoral college yesterday? Well, I guess that's not going to happen, obviously, but if it were to in some hypothetical, theoretical world, uh, that would have to happen before that happens because Trump is still the president for 20 days or for 13 days, whatever it is, 14 days, which is why they want to get him out. He needs to be impeached, 25th Amendment or whatever. Is it the 25th? Am I getting that right? And that's why Nancy Pelosi was held kept on the phone for 25 minutes before sorry he's not available woodland just dropped a bombshell on cappy on parlor okay we'll look at that later or maybe today let me see i can probably bring that up Everybody, I've got like five people. Y'all drive me crazy with this shit. You know I don't want to look at this stuff until I have time to think about it and read it. And then it makes for a fucking terrible show when I'm just sitting here like browsing parlor or Twitter. 
Then I have to search for it. Okay. Oh, he shared that the Cappy files. Holy shit. That's what I said he needed to do. I'm following him. Why don't I see his freaking updates? There it is. All right. It'll take a minute. We'll come back to it. Did you hear Lindsey Graham after the incident? He sounded like a scared shitless weasel. No, I didn't. Or actually, I think I might have seen a clip from him. Um, yeah, I know what you mean. They are, they looked very disturbed. Like they're, they're very concerned, which is why today was so, uh, it is the 25th. It's almost near impossible to have this come to fruition. They will need two thirds uh, of the votes on both sides to do this. That's not happening. They're in full-on panic mode. Thank you, Nikki. Okay. Damn it. Let me see if it's under my... Somebody... Yeah, there we go. Oh, great. Not what I wanted to do. Hi. Yeah, I think I just lost all the comments. Sorry, guys. <laughs> all right, let me, I don't know why Lynn Wood wasn't coming up, though. He should be in. Here we go. Should be able to find it. Did he get booted off a parlor, maybe? Okay, WikiLeaks dumped everything from Hillary's washed hard drive on the internet today. Very interesting. All right, yeah, thank you. There we go. Let me open that in a new tab right here. O.L. Linwood. That's why I couldn't find it. Hey. Thank you, uh, Will. Appreciate it. Okay. Uh, let me see if there's anything else here. <laughs> why, would, why would Dems want to impeach Trump with two weeks left? Because they are fucking scared. That's why. There's a lot of people. Okay, why isn't it bringing up his parlays? For whatever reason, guys, it's not loading. I don't know. I've followed him. Did he? I don't think I'm blocked. Uh, I was following. <clears throat> There we go. All right. A colleague of Isaac Cappy provided me with this password key to his treasure trove of video files. I have no idea what the files or files contain, but I feel that I owe it to Cappy's legacy to provide this information to the public. Fuck yes, you do. 
this is what we need. Uh, Coltstate.com has issued uh, protections on this matter. Hold on, let me see. See how the new stream deck's coming into play here? <laughs> um, Coltstate.com has issued protections on this matter between the quotation marks. Read Isaac Cappy. I've been banned by Twitter. Let me see. Okay, let's let's do it. Ah, oh, come on. And see here now I can hit my copy button, bam, and paste. And it didn't. It copied the wrong shit, motherfucker. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I could have just typed it by now. In fact, I think that's what I'll do. And there we go. Oh, okay. Tell me what... Guys, just give me the answer here. This is fucking brutally painful. This is why I hate doing this crap. Because it makes for absolutely the worst content. So if you guys want to want me to talk about this stuff it needs to be clear and concise and this is why i will talk about this shit tomorrow i'm done i don't like producing dead air it doesn't make for a good show all right and that's why i don't want to do this and why i tell you guys and y'all are like no no sam gotta look at this guy it makes for a fucking terrible show all right anything else related to what we actually talked about instead of what's happening right this fucking minute Please put it in the comments. Otherwise, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I will look at it after the show. All right. Yesterday was yesterday's unrest was another example of COINTELPRO. So yeah, you know that like that's an interesting concept to it. Like I think they probably knew that there was they were going to try and take advantage of the situation, uh, and I think they played both sides of it. Like they let it happen. There's videos that are really kind of interesting that um, show, I, the, I think we, we passed one of them here, where the police are actually um, saying, go, 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 and they're like letting people through. In one case, there's two of those. There's one where it's one cop, and it's like he's waving people in. He could be telling other officers to come, you know, retreat back to me, come back to the to base kind of thing. Uh, there's another one where there's like four cops and they decide to just open the gate and let people in. They probably got a retreat command over the radio, uh, you know, something like that. And of course, here's what the media shows. You can see the top picture from Reuters. It's dark. The lights are on. Of course, none of those lights are broken, oddly, because, you know, it was so violent and, and uh, destructive at the top. And there's smoke and it's dark. And, oh, there's people running wild everywhere. It's a chaotic scene. And then the reality in the picture below, thousands and thousands of people filling every single step and rotunda of the Capitol. Of course, what really happened this is my favorite summary. A group of slaves has taken over the plantation and have stormed into their big house to demand the return of their previous slave owner. 
about as accurate as you can get as to what happened there. Uh, anyway, I don't know where those videos are, but yeah, there's clearly, uh, you know, like something happening here. Here it is, right there. Squabbling with protesters. Oh, there we go. And they basically just open the gates. Police are squabbling with protesters. Realize oh, we we're go. outnumbered. Let's pull back, guys. And nobody's pushing. They're like walking and away. And they just the Capitol again. You know, it was so dangerous, and and they were so feared for their safety. The cops turned their back and walked slowly away from the crowd. That's you know viciously attacking them because that's what that's what the media told us happened yesterday. I mean, is this what you do? Do you, you turn your back? There's two of the, there's four. Almost every one of those cops is walking with their back to this crowd. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you guys like me getting, losing my temper. I try and explain this. People don't listen. There's a reason for it. It does make terrible content that nobody wants to listen to. Okay, we'll chat about Brad and, and Ripple and crypto and all that when I want to get back to it. I think this is more important. So that's always how I do it is I kind of decide, all right, what's the most important thing to talk about today? And uh, I go from there. So, all right, I'm going to wrap this up. Uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's all over. Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. Time will tell. And... Uh, Things are getting interesting. <laughs>